Here's part two. Living from a place of knowing that everything that we do in the will of God is because he wants us to. Have us go to places that we think that's an accident. Nothing happens by an accident with God. Nothing happens by an accident with God. I was with someone, just came back from the grocery store. And this person put their money in with their phone in their pocket. And we left out, get all our groceries. And this person pulled out the phone and the money came out and it fell on the ground. And the person didn't realize it till we were almost, you understand, to my home, and that's almost a mile away. And you realize, wait a second, the money is not there. So let me go back. I'm searching why I'm on my way back. The person is thinking, I'm searching why I'm on my way back. I'm searching, I'm searching. No, I know what I did. I pulled my phone out and the money came out with it. We have to go back to the parking lot, but it's windy outside, it may have blown away. Let's just go back and just see. You never know. Let's just see. And my heart said, without my mouth saying, God, let it be there. Let it be there. We get out. We looking. We get approached. Hey, what are you guys looking for? How much is it? She gave the amount. Well, I want you to know I have it. And I was waiting here to see who's going to come back to claim exactly what it is so I can know that it's them and it belongs to them. It's theirs. And I waited because I'm a woman of God and I believe in honesty. So here's your money. God bless you. Here's my card. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And the plan was to go to another store. And I said, well, the store over here, it seemed to have much more food in it. And I'm thinking naturally, talking naturally, but that location today actually had more food in it. It had more love over there, more peace over there, more joy over there, honesty over there. Because had we been where we wanted to go, it may not end it up that way. And look at God, days leading up to it. No, I don't want to go to that store. Yes, we, uh, yes, we should. No, I don't want that one. Yes, we should. This is the best one. No, I don't. I do. Let's do it. Okay, fine. Fine. And guess what? God knew that was going to happen a week ago. And led us back there. Dude, to just, you know, coming back. No, it's going to be there. It had blown away by now. No, it's going to be there. It's going to be there. I know what it's like to go to the grocery store and just get whatever. Go ahead. Bring it up. We got two and a half carts. Let's go. Who paid for all this food? I got it because God has it. Let's do it. I know what it's like to be like, oh, maybe you got to put this back. Maybe you got to put this back. And I'm going to tell you something. Since I've been home off a nine to five, I have never had to say, I'll put this back. And even if I did even have the thought, wait a second, we're not done with the sales. Okay. I don't have any coupons. It doesn't matter. I done had workers, oh, use my uh, discount card for, you know, why I work in here. Oh, use my number so I get more gas points. Oh, okay. 
and God still had more than enough in my pocket to pay. But God was like, you know what? Let me shrink this down a bit so you can know that I'm not playing around about what I say regarding my grace. What looked like it was almost 400 went down to one fifth. I'm standing up because of the sales. <laughs> I'm telling you. God takes great care of us if we use our faith for it. Many of us want a spouse because we're thinking that they're going to release what only God can do. Do we know that the comfort coming from each other is from God? The quality time, the affection is coming from God because every good thing comes from above. God wants us to enjoy being married to him. And the more we enjoy being married to him, we are noticed we're down the, the aisle already, standing at the altar next to, you understand, our significant other. But many of us want to be married for the wrong reasons. And even if we feel like, you know, it's spiritual and it's ministry, but the thing is, because we're panicking because of the space, age, and time, we're looking in a different direction now. Now the motive is corrupt. At first it was, you know, God, whenever you're ready, I'm excited. Now, God, hurry up. I'm running out of time. Yeah, I know the story of Sarah. Yeah, but I'm not trying to be her. I'm not. Yeah, the promotion. Yeah, God, where is it? See, we're talking from God. We're talking, excuse me, to God from a different place. And it's a place of no faith. Faith positioned us to rest. Faith positions us to rest. Faith positions us to rest. My body woke up so hungry this morning, stomach growling. And you know what? I said, you're going to have to wait because my heart wanted to eat more spiritually and have the body to wait. Because I woke up, due to the grace of God, feeling a way I never felt regarding knowing God. Just having the favor. There was a gentleman who worked in my complex. And he had company, and his friend was like, who is she? Nah. She's not even about none of that. She be praying, and she motivational. Her focus somewhere else. Nah. She not for you. It wasn't, oh, I can hook you up. Let me, let me, let me try at least. Let me say, let me say. Because you my boy. No. No, not her. Walking down the street, turn the music down, turn the music down. Here she come, here she come, turn the music down. I'm like, they don't have to do all that, Father. I'm not like that. God said, no, let them respect you. Let them respect you. Because they're showing respect. And that's how you bring change. Because you have been changed. I'm having you to be noticed and to populate by having a great name. So when people hear the name and see the face that go with the name, they know what to do. People are really excited and supporting what you do. And I know you're doing the same. It's like diving in means really diving in, not driving in, but diving in for God. I'm all in with all of this. And my life is a clear example what it looks like to be all in. 
And it has nothing to do with anything that I'm believing God for. The thing is, I already believe. I took the ING off my life. He's not blessing me. I am blessed. He's not gracing me. I am graced. He's not favoring me. I am favored. He's not healing me. I am the healed. Mm-mm. Jesus. Mm. And God takes great care of us as we use our faith. We have to use our faith. We have to exercise our faith. Without faith, we can't please God. So how can we receive from a God that's not pleased? Think about the series, The Chosen. No one came to God about any type of breakthrough for themselves. But they broke out in sessions to go release God upon everybody else. I realized my job never take, you know, taking care of me. Even going to checkups, never taking care of me. Went to the doctor because they was like, you know what? You have to use your insurance, even though you don't understand. You're fully covered, but you're not making no yearly checkups. You're not doing nothing with this insurance. You're just wasting, paying money, wasting, just, you know, you what, what you going to do? You ever been to the emergency room? Because I'm healed. You're too young for mammograms and all of that, but you can still go for your yearly checkup. And went to the yearly checkup just by just, you know what? You're right. The older you get, the more younger your womb become. What? Yeah. Your womb is, you understand, looking like, positioned like a teenager who just hit puberty. You're not the only woman I saw this in, but it's very rare. And for you ladies, you understand. The older we get, the less eggs that we have. Regarding any fertilization. And God says, when he said, I restored you back. He really meant that. See, he put it in us. When we say yes to his will, his desires become ours and we love what we feel because that's a part of us because that's his will for us. See, the life that I had before his will, my will was like, I'm done. My son about to be 18. Not done being a mother, but having any more. That's it for me. And many was like, girl, you got one. That's it. You only have one child. Good for you. And many have said that. And that was my will, but it wasn't thy will. And I seen how some older women wanted to have children and it's not happening. They don't have that many eggs to become fertilized. So I was like, father, they have such a surgery where you can donate you can get some. And God said, just believe for me to bless them with their own. You're not going to do that. What I put in you is yours. I 
I don't look like I drunk liquor every day. My lips don't look like I smoke cigarettes every day. My lungs don't look like it had smoked any day. And my liver don't have nothing to do with me drinking at all in the past. All the beer in the world, kidneys are flesh and they moving and functioning so well. So much alcohol was in my system, in my bloodstream. And God fleshed all that out and restored it back to my original state because he's reminding us of salvation. Salvation is nothing but jubilee brought back to your original state. Everything that we could think that we have lost has been restored back again. And sometimes we panic when we wait on God and believe on God to do things. But why panic? Do we believe or we don't? It don't matter if somebody come on my door and say, you know what, you got 10 days or you getting out. And I'm in the will of God. I'm not out there doing, you know, all kinds of crazy things that's going to, you understand, affect my way of living. Playing Russian roulette with my bank account and then trying to ask God to bless it. No. I mean, we sitting there believing God and someone come and say, you know what? You have 10 days. God wants to be like, okay, thank you, God, for everything you're about to do. Not father, I, I can't sleep at night. Father, I'm scared. Father, 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 father. That's not dominion. That's not exercising authority. If you got to stay right there in the beginning, think about the creations in the beginning and get to the part in the day when he created Adam. And giving him dominion over everything in the earth, every living thing in the earth. So we have dominion over every living thing. Think about the things that are non-living. Ooh, ooh, Jesus. Many of us put economics resources above our dominion. Our circumstance above our dominion. That's why God don't speak to us on the level that we speak to him regarding not knowing our dominion. Because he's releasing unto us our dominion. What are you worrying about? You asking God for a van, God letting you know about, you know, something else. That has nothing to do with a vehicle, period. So, thinking about God and how mighty he is, when it comes to the rest of our days being spent here, Let's really enjoy knowing and giving God access to really enjoy seeing due to us knowing him how powerful he really is. God, thank you for showing us how powerful you really are. It's not mocking you. Okay, God didn't do it then. No, Father, I know that you can do it whenever you're ready to do it again and again. Sometimes when it comes to things that we don't want to be engaged or entangled with, we push away. And there are times when God will push us right to it just for breakthrough sake. Just a set of reminder. And I notice by me just saying, you know what, Father, here's my yes in every area of my life. He sets a reminder using us. I'm going to show 
that you will not quit. I'm going to show that you will fate not. I'm going to show that you always have, even without things being around, because I can do anything however I want to. I'm going to show that you can go without thinking that you can't go. I'm going to show how much you are equipped. I'm going to show how strong you really are. Do so when you're weak, my strength is made perfect. I'm going to show, and I'm going to make an example out of showing you. I'm going to broadcast you for the whole world to see how much I bless you, how much I favor you, how much I grace you. What am I standing on that's so powerful that keeps God's power being clearly seen in my life? Faith. There's no fancy answer. It's faith. It's like Christ, like Isaiah prophesied. He's coming in the flesh, unappealing. And when he came that way, they still denied. But all of that came out of a man who didn't even look like. Think about everybody who did great things in the Bible. It came from them who didn't look like. Moses grew up in the palace and they were against the Israel, I mean, excuse me, the Hebrew lights, which are the Israelites. And they had them, you know, to be slaves, pretty much tortured, punished. And Moses watched and he watched and many of them had no idea he's one of them. But he knew, he knew. It's like Moses was adopted knowing that he was. Not how many of us be adopted and not know that we are. And watching them be punished, they felt some kind of way about Moses because if you're on the other side looking in, you look at everybody as, you understand the enemy. You guys giving us all this torture, all this hardcore punishment. And, he's look, and they're looking at Moses like, you know, you're one of them because you're not one of us. When Moses killed the man, we saw what you've done. I saw it. And I'm going to snitch. Went from all of that to come back and free them. Free the same people that you watch be in slavery generation upon generation. And they had to really trust Moses. First of all, they had to really find out that Moses was one of them. And imagine how they found out and how they felt when they did. It's like me, an African-American, and I see an African-American on the other side with Caucasians giving us hardcore punishment. You're one of us. Why are you over there causing hard work upon us? How dare you? And God used Moses, who didn't look like he would lead them anywhere to lead them to the promised land. Samuel didn't look like, Deborah didn't look like. Apostle Paul definitely didn't look like. They were scared. They, they had to sleep with one eye open with him. They were ready to get him. Peter, you brought him here with us. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes when people be blessed to use, you know, be used by God to win us back to God and have us rededicate our lives. You ever had someone to pray for you and you just took off and they like, darn, like you didn't pass them, but you're like so serious about it. And they see like, wow, you more, you take it more serious than I do. Even though they take it serious, but you get what I'm saying? That's how Apostle Paul was with Peter. Because there was a point in time when Peter forgot. And Paul had to remind Peter who he is. Because there was a function going on, a festive. And on the side of, you know, with the people that did not serve God, the Greeks and the Romans, 
Their party looked it better. Their festivities looked it better than the children of God. They had better food to them, better wine, better clothes, more money, better homes, better cattle. And Peter for a second lost sight of what he had in the inside. And he began to look at what they had and he wanted what the Greeks had. So what he did was he didn't have those Greeks that he went to a different part of the festivity where they didn't know who Peter, you know, is. They didn't know him as being, you understand, a Jew. And he hid his religion for a second. And what Peter did was he sat amongst them and started eating their food and drinking their wine. And Apostle Paul said, I dare you to come and preach to me and win me to the kingdom of God. And I was on the side with these people. And now I'm on the side with you. And now you go sit with them. How dare you, Peter, forget who you are. And Peter felt so convicted. You're right, Paul. You're right. Let me get up. It's so amazing that Apostle Paul written numerous letters to the churches and James only had to write one. Woo. Because it gets greater with generation, that's why. A lot of times we're working hard so that our children wouldn't have to. That should not be a reason at all. Because God says, so shall our seed be blessed. And we cannot eliminate them an opportunity to know what it is to stand firm and only believe God. Because many of us became our children's God. I'm coming to you for everything. To eat, to sleep, to take care of me for comfort. And don't even spend no time with God because they see you, see me as God. So why go to him if I get it from you? Everything that I ever want. Hallelujah. So I wanted to quickly get part two on here. Because I want you guys to see God from a different point of view. A different, a different, oh my gosh. <laughs> A different point of view, God. Our Father can do anything He wants to do. Somebody can pull the trigger and a gun don't go off. That happened to me when I was eight years old. My sister went into my mother's safe just to play around with the gun. And my mother did something backwards that day that she don't normally do. She usually had the safe off and locked, I mean, had the safety off and locked the safe. But that day she did the opposite. She unlocked the safe and had the safety on the gun. And my sister pointed that gun to my face, just playing around. And she pulled the trigger back. And she said, it won't click. Like she expected it to go off. That's what a gun do. Now even think about what consequence come with the gun going off. I'm gonna die. You're gonna shoot my brains out. Not thinking that.
and I realized what we were doing. And so did she. She ran and put the gun back. And we both were crying. I'm so sorry. We didn't think about the end. We just thought about the fun and the, the excitement that she thought she was going to have a thrill just to see if it can go off, but not aware of the outcome if it do. And once we realized when it didn't go off, the consequences showed up immediately what would have happened. Oh my God, it would have shot you. Yeah, we didn't think of that. I said, I'm not going to tell. It's okay. I didn't like to tell. I didn't want to see no one get in trouble. I hated that. I hated to hear my sister and brother get a beating. I hated that. I wanted to say so many times, just beat me for them. Just don't beat them. I hate to hear someone cry and get spanked. Don't do that. But as I became an adult, you know, <laughs> I did that. And it didn't last long. You know. I mean, smiling while you're getting spanked, you don't feel anything. <laughs> Go get some ice cream after. <laughs> you know, that never happened. <laughs> I'm not even going to fake that. Never happened. <laughs> never happened. God, I can't dress that up. <laughs> Holy Spirit won't let me. <laughs> but I realized I can't live like that. I couldn't do that. And when my mother came home, she told we got into your safe. What? We grabbed the gun. What? I pulled the trigger back. My God. See how intentional God is? He knew. That's why he had her to do that that morning. Because he knew what my sister was going to do that day. You think God didn't know about, you know, Moses? He didn't want to let Miriam to put Moses in that basket. Mother told Miriam, go spare my son. She didn't know anything about he's going to save the Israelites. Be the cause of 12 plagues. I just received a phone call. I was like, God, I got crab legs today. But I really wanted crabs. And it's okay because I'm learning how to not spend what God don't want me to spend. Because so many times when I was working, I would just waste money on things I don't even, it's not even necessary. And I realized how much value, valuing we are to God and not the money. But I just operate in wisdom. And I just had a thought, I would have loved to have them crash with all that mustard in it. And I get a phone call. I'm on my, I want you to come over here because I want to just take you to get some crabs. Whatever size, whatever kind, just come get some crabs. And I want to um, sow this into your life. I want to sow this into your life. I want to sow crabs. I want to sow some money into your life. Don't worry about anything. I, you know, I'll pick you up. Don't even pay for no Uber or nothing. Oh, I just pay the gift you drop back off. Hurry up. I want to bless you. See? Something like that. That's how God want to bless us. By using people, places, and things. You and I can be riding past our house every day. God's showing me a... He, the houses are getting big that he's showing me regarding me. These are some beautiful homes. And they're getting bigger and bigger. The last home he showed me was a palace. And it was gated in. And I always wanted, I'm going to tell you guys, honestly. I always wanted, I don't care the size of the house. I always wanted, you know, gate, you know, fence that's high up where I could lay in the backyard and neighbors cannot see. Because I just thought of things that I would love to do in my backyard without people looking. I don't care if I get a jacuzzi put back there. I don't want no one to know I'm in my jacuzzi. I want to be able to feel like I have privacy to do whatever I want. You know what I want when I want. In my house, in my backyard. You can't see. 
You understand? And God showed me the gates. <laughs> you understand? God, God was like, what are you trying to do in that backyard? <laughs> what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do in that backyard? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I just don't want people to look in. People, people be nosy sometimes. Neighbors be nosy. Let's see what you're doing. That's okay to say, hi, neighbor. What's up, neighbor? Okay, good. Is it, is, you don't want everybody to know everything you're doing. Oh, now we know they're in their pool. Oh, yeah, yeah, now we know they have a company, but now they're grilling. And you can come over with us, too, but there are times I want my home in to be, you know, secluded in some places, like, you don't have to know. And God was like, what do you want to do in their backyard? There's <laughs> not, it's nobody's business in the, in, around. <laughs> God. Jesus Christ. Why you have me to ask? Why you ask me that using my mouth on his podcast? God always do that to me. He used my mouth to say things. Don't do that to me. Hallelujah. So want to treat me? Why not be treated? And God just showing off today. You're showing off. I like when you show off. <laughs> yes, God. I like when you show off. I like when God shows off. Mm, okay. Let's see. I'm on here doing something real quickly while I'm talking to you guys. Yeah, God had me to do this. And while I'm doing this, let's just give him praise. Because I was like, just thanking God, like, I want this, God. And God is just showing me how much he take great care of me and great care of you. And I realized I'm covered by grace. <laughs> and I'm asking for, and I'm believing you for a financial breakthrough. No, I believe if you're a breakthrough of grace, <laughs> I like grace, God. <laughs> yeah. Because you have to think about it. We're asking God for a limit when we ask for financial breakthrough, to be honest. Because we're asking God to, you know, for financial breakthrough. And sometimes you got to go through things to get that breakthrough. And grace, you'll do nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm trying to. To God be the glory in all that we do. Hallelujah. I did this, Father. I did this. Yeah. And I'm just telling you guys how God is just so good. You understand? Jesus. My God. He's so good to us. He's so good to us. I thank him for everything, you know. So while I'm doing this, I want you guys to just, you know, really give God praise. Really give him thanks for all that he do in our life. Everything that he does. And I'm on my way to go get my stuff. <laughs> oh, you don't have to send me no vehicle, baby. I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> and thank you, God. Okay. They're going to ride for me. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God say, Quinesha, 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 let me bless you. Go ahead then. Go ahead. Go ahead. All this time I'm sitting asking you for all kinds of things that you just want to do freely. Ain't you know what happened yesterday before I leave? I have six minutes because I'm going to get my blessings. <laughs> Somebody want to sow money in my life and sow seafood and sow, you know, gas <laughs> without a vehicle. God. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I'm saying, God, God said, you better hurry getting ready. That, that ride was ready. <laughs> okay. Y'all want to show off today. You want to show off. God said, I want to be shown off. Show, show me off. Show me off because I'm God. Show me off as your God. Show me off, Quenisha. Go move in that house zero down and pay it all full. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let somebody sow a pool in your backyard. Go, Quenisha. 
Let somebody pay for your entire wedding. Quisha, go ahead. Prove me. Jesus. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Go ahead, Quanisha. Go ahead. Prove me. Prove me. Right now. Prove me. Prove me. Prove your father. Prove your father. Jesus. Prove me. Hallelujah. We said, prove me. Prove me. Jesus. So while I'm waiting for my ride, guys, I got to shut down. I do. And y'all probably like, go ahead, shut down. It's all good. Go ahead. Go get that blessing, girl. Jesus. And people that's connected to me now that I had connections with all along, did I even know they were that connected? And was like, you know what? We have connections to the press conference and all that. And look at you. You out here doing this. You're here doing this. You're using your faith. You're not walking by sight. Because there's nothing to actually see that will show, you understand, that you are, you understand, walking by sight. Because in the physical realm, it don't look, you know what I'm saying, physically, in the natural realm. But in the supernatural realm, it's like, oh my gosh. Thank you, God. Because it doesn't mean that he's not putting things in our hand. It just means that grace allow us to walk through doors without even having anything in our hand. And it's not saying that you don't have. No, you have more than you ask or even think. You have grace. Don't you want grace more than being able to go through things to get what you want to get from God to believe God to do for you versus just having it already provided for you? You just walk right through yeah, that's favor. Grace produces favor. You don't have to wait in line. My God. Oh my God, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get my stuff. <laughs> Pew! Gone! Let <laughs> me sure I have everything. Yeah, I do. I'm so excited, guys. I'm so excited. And then, I'm, you know... Let's do some gumbo tonight. I'm going to do like a seafood chicken gumbo. I'm excited about that. My God. Don't, don't, play with, don't, play, don't play with favor. Don't play with favor. Don't play with favor. <laughs> favor has flavor. Favor has flavor. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. Greater is he who is in us. Don't play with that. Don't play with that. Greater. Is he who is in us? He who is in the world. And you go, God, look in that cup. Go get it. You see it. Billy Graham. Yes, Father. I'll never forget at 16, he gave his life to Christ. And he just fell in the backyard of this church with a bottle in his hand at 16 and been impacting the world ever since. He just went on to be the Lord 2018. And he actually. That's one out of many who fulfilled their assignment and went home. Received all and went home. For real, for real. Hallelujah. I love you guys. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. I'll talk to you guys soon. Oh, yeah, I'm out of here. Y'all hear that? Outside. Ready for the blessing? I love y'all. Thank you. And guess what? Y'all prayers having things to be accumulated in my life. Thank you. And because you're connected to me. You have also grace that produces breakthrough and blessings in your life. And I love you and I thank God for all of you. I love you. In the middle of the night, it was like two in the morning. God was like, open, 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 opening, 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 opening. And I'm like, ugh, ugh. Uh, he's like opening, uh, opening, uh. It was that type of night and morning for me, y'all. Angels ministering, flying over me, and everything, y'all. God is so intentional. Let me give you a quick testimony. I was a caretaker of two twin Asian girls, and their name was Gia and Joe, and they looked at me as their second mother. Because I always have a child to know, no, your mother is, you know, your mother. 
And I was with them most of the time because I was their caretaker as their teacher as well. But I was more than just that. I was their friend. I was their pillow. I was their sleeping bag. All of that. Their story time. Their morning circle time. Their arts and craft. Their learning facility. I was all of that. Their doctor. Their practitioner. <laughs> to help them you know, go from crawling to walking. Strengthening their small and large fine motor skills. Gross motor skills. Then all of a sudden, they got old enough and their hair started growing. And you know, Asians have very straight hair. It's like in a bob. It's like an automatic bend to it. And their mother was like, can you do something to their hair, please? Okay. So I started, you know, plaiting and trying to cornrow, you know, that texture. And I put all kinds of bow rags in this. I mean, them girls were the flyest Asian girls in the facility. The only other parents start coming. Can you do my daughter's hair? Can you do my daughter's hair? Can you do my son's hair? I'm tired of looking like butt wheat with this bush and these big old plaits. Hook my son up. And I said, okay. Then they got old enough, they graduated. So I had a family member that was in some trouble. They were at the wrong place at the wrong time. And they really needed some defense. You understand? Someone to defend them. So... The lawyer walked in and said, I saw your last name. Your last name is Hood. I know a Hood. Do you know Quenisha Hood? Yeah, that's my family member. Yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse me, Your Honor, I'll take this case. <laughs> and they won the case. And it wasn't a case that was like, you know what? What you did was wrong. No, it was like, you know what? I made a mistake. And they were being too harsh. Being too harsh. And the person learned their lesson. He went through the, you know, probation, whatever they had to go through. And they were like, how do you know my family member? She's caretaker of my two daughters. And she caretakes very well. They are straight A students. She taught them everything that, you know, when they went to school, they already knew what to look forward to. The basics in elementary. They're bilingual. They speak two languages. Of course, I will give back. And he's still connected to my family today. And come to find out, he's connected to the extended family that I took a picture with. I try to show pictures so you guys can see what's going on on my end and the testimonies that's coming with the pictures. That's how we met that family that I call family on my story. You see that neighborhood? You see that house that was built? It wasn't always that way. They drew that for their home to be built that way. Great agricultural skills. And it was like 10 people in the community. We went to church and everything and people were like, oh my God, I love your praise, I love your worship. And we took it to her home and we had a barbecue in the backyard. And I'm gonna tell you what's so amazing. We was like, you know what? We are gonna be taking for a long time. They gotta get the grill started. He already had a neighbor to get the grill started right before we even left the congregation. So the grill was already lit, waiting for the meat to go on. I'm telling you. And people were coming out of their homes. And their homes weren't no, no box with no, you know, triangle shape. Like homes normally be built. No, these were hectagon-shaped homes, octagon-shaped homes, hexagon-shaped homes. Angles, corners built all differently. I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. And all of them came out to greet me and my family. But they already heard about me and what God calling me to do. And they wanted to hear. And they wanted to hear more and more. And they began to get teary-eyed. And I realized yesterday that God has my life like this on purpose. I gotta stand up. Because of purpose on purpose. Jesus. I know you believe me for a car. I can give you the whole car lot. I don't want you to have a car right now. I got a car for you. I got more than a car for you. I have something bigger for you. But I need you like this right now. Yes, I can move you out of where you are right now. What can I not do, Quenisha? I don't want that to be your focus. I'm doing that for you. But I don't want that to be your focus because I got something bigger than that happening. And these people came to me yesterday. And they were crying. And I'm literally crying. I cannot believe this. They want to hear about how God sent me around the world by myself. Hold on. You doing what? You went where? Switzerland? Zurich? Amsterdam? 
You were in Turkey? You were in Africa? Not just Naomi, you were in Kakamega? You were the Namasada village? My God, that close to Congo? Stop it. And he takes you where in your dreams? Other nations? You with the Indonesia? Pakistan, India, Russia, stop. Asia, stop. He took you where on feet naturally? And you went by yourself with people you don't even know? We would have never done that. We would give all this up. You see this house? You see that house? They all say, you see my house? Look at my house. Look at my cars. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. You can have it for your boldness to do what you're really supposed to do. You're like a living The Chosen series, but in real life. Because on the outside end, you're not having what we want to have. And I'm sure you want to have too. But that's not how it looks for you. It looks like Jesus, the least on the outside for you. Because it shows that God is broadcasting you. This is what happens when you walk by faith and not by sight. So stop trying to see things in order to believe things. My God. Stop trying to see in the natural to believe supernaturally for the things that come that you saw supernaturally second. Well, you should have saw first, but you want to see things in the natural first. And wonder why things are not appearing in our lives. Because we're looking to heaven, but pulling from a different direction. And they were crying out, oh my God. God don't have you driving around. And yet, you're traveling around, bringing forth change. Naturally, there are no millions in your bank account. We are wealthy. We are millionaires. Because my six figures and my husband's six figures, that's 12 figures. We're millionaires. We have more than six digits apiece and we're combined. We're living very well. And you can see nothing wrong with what we have. But I see the bigger picture by you showing up today. David didn't look like he could take Goliath, but he did. It didn't look like Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael was going to make it out that fiery furnace because no one has ever escaped that execution, that style. But they saw a fourth person in, I'm up, in there. Come on tonight. So while I'm traveling, I know who I'm traveling with more than I ever known before. I'm walking around with Jesus. I'm on the plane with Jesus. I'm in the town with Jesus. I'm in a community with Jesus. I'm believing Jesus. When I open up my mailbox, Jesus open up my mailbox. Whatever news I hear, Jesus hear. Jesus. When I lie down, I'm lying down with Jesus. When I rise, I rise up with Jesus. When I eat, I'm eating with Jesus. When I praise, I'm praising with Jesus. When I believe, I'm believing with Jesus. When I receive, I'm receiving with Jesus. When I know, I know with Jesus. When I show, I show with Jesus. Hallelujah. And they said, yet we have cars. We have whatever we want to have. We have connections to be in a press conference right now politically. We have that many connections. And yet you're out here actually doing it without any of the things that we have and we're not even doing it. And we love him, we serve him, but we're not out here doing it. So he's, he's using you as an example that you do not have to have in order to use your faith to go and do what you know you're here to do. 
And I didn't look at it like that. I'm just doing. And I'm believing God too. I'm not going to say I'm not believing God for anything. That's what I do. That's what we do best. We believe. But my believing got to come from a different place. Because in the kingdom, no one's believing for a financial breakthrough. There's no currency in the kingdom. Because things show up due to faith. You can speak your food into an existence. You can speak a discovery into an existence. Because everything in the kingdom is built upon faith. So I'm living like that here. So everything that I do, everywhere that I go is built upon faith. Every trip that I took, it was faith. Even three times in one month, I had a director at the time who was in a tribe and did not serve my God. So she was standing far away from me and she was spraying when I come around, like get this aura, era, you know, all this energy out the way. I don't want your God presence in here. I don't want the you know residue to linger around in my office. But she'd be polite, but you know, polite about it. But you know, I'll take it like dog. Like, oh, you that's how you feel. And we don't walk, you know what I'm saying, according to being carnal-minded. We don't operate against the flesh. Our weapons are not, you know, carnal. Weapons of our war, the weapons of our war is not carnal, mighty. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, against the evil one. So I wasn't being rude with her. I would just pray for her and pray for her. And she started seeing that my God comes with results. My God caused her to get a promotion due to my promotion from my God. See, God used us to have others benefit because his goodness set them free. Not his goodness over me going to set them free. No, his goodness that covers me that's going to bless you, set you free. You don't even serve me and I bless you. Oh, he's so good. What's his name again? What's his son named, Quinesha? Jesus? I'm trying to tell you. Real live testimony. I try to show you know, a couple of things when I post up just so you can see. Because that family that I say family with, that's family connected to another family that represent my family member. Due to me caring for their children. God had them there, had me there intentionally. Because he knew what was to happen to that family member. And his goodness caused him not to ever do that again. And now they have a forever connection with me. Oh, you stuck with us now? We would give all this up to have what you have, Quadisha. You actually doing this. Now, we're doing things too. Don't get us wrong. We're not going to down ourselves. But you remind me of the series, The Chosen. You look like a disciple. You're releasing so much miracle signs and wonders with what? You're not using nothing. You're not bringing no souls through to no vehicle to go get them. You're not flying right now on no airport to go to no country and go get them. You're not feeding them natural food. You're not putting money in their hands, every person you see who acts. You are a true disciple. You are a true representative. And so are you. And I realize that God has my life to be just the way he wanted to be, just like this right now. It's not it for me. It's not it for you. But think about your life right now. Think about where you are. Think about everything that you and I have invested while we're here thus far. You know, what's in our domain. What's around us regarding our cars, what's inside of our cars, our accounts, how much in our accounts. And there's nothing wrong with that. But guess what? Our life, our focus is going to represent our life. And our life can represent our focus. Ooh. Our life can represent our focus. And our focus is going to represent our life. God say post that. I'm at the release part two. When I get back, guys, I have to go right now. I posted left 20 minutes ago. I have to go somewhere very important. And I thank God for what he's doing through our lives. So what I'm going to leave you guys with is look forward to the second part. <laughs> soon as I get back. Soon as I get I will not be long. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. You know, just continue to pull from the kingdom, looking in the direction of the kingdom. Not looking to the kingdom naturally. Not waiting for God to release anything naturally that we first already received spiritually. No, God is on something else. Just use your faith Step out on faith. Give God access to move mightily in your life. 
He's still the same. What can our God not do? What can he not do? Give him something to do. That's mighty in our lives. Give him something. If Moses did not use that rod and point it out to the part that water that God departed because of the rod, the power that he put inside the rod. Come on, somebody. How would God be able to, you know, move like he wanted to, to have them to walk through? You understand? The sea like that. Come on, somebody. Okay, I got to go. Y'all hear me walking around and everything. That's why this is, that's why I don't get paid for that. I don't want to get paid for this. Because it's not professionally done. <laughs> and guess what? Christ already paid the price. Consider yourselves favored. I love you. I'll be right back.